What's going on, everybody? It's your boy. It's Wednesday morning, about 7 a.m. here on the East Coast. Not sure if you, if I got an, even in anybody listening to this in any other time zone. So, shout out to the East Coast. Um, you know, one thing that sort of occurred to me this morning, and I've been talking about this amongst friends for a while now, is what is going to happen with Tom Brady? And so I say this as, I say this or I talk about this as a Steelers fan. So ultimately, I don't really give a shit about what happens to Tom Brady as long as he doesn't play for the Patriots. And really, here's my biggest thing. I, I don't and okay, so uh, this it's kind of a double-edged sword. I got two reasons, and one's obvious. I mean, you know, I don't want him to play for pay, for the Patriots because I don't want him to keep winning, and because I'm a petty, you know, sore loser and all that shit, yada yada yada. But okay, I want to give. I w- don't want Tom Brady to play for the Patriots again to give him a chance to prove himself, to give him a chance to prove himself. Now, how do you? guys out there, you know, folks are saying, uh, Dylan, what are you talking about? How's he not proven himself? The guy's got six rings, one man, six rings, most all time. He's the greatest player ever. And that's, see, that's where I I argue with you. Because I do not consider him to be the greatest quarterback ever. Is he top five? Of course, I'll consider him top five. He's probably, and I don't know, historically, I'd have to go back and I'd have to watch more of those old games that they show on uh, the NFL Network, you know? I'd have to go back and look at some of those throwbacks of of guys playing, you know, in the 80s. You know, like, I'd have to go back and I'd have to watch guys, like, I'd have to watch Troy Aikman. I'd have to watch... Steve Young and and uh, Joe Montana and uh, you know Dan Marino and I'd I'd have to watch like all the way back I'd have to go all the way back to like you know the Bart Starr days to really see a comparison because it's 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 thrown around a lot that Tom Brady's probably the most accurate quarterback to ever live but. Just because he's, you know, more accurate for people in, I I guess, you know, today's game or or the game that I sort of grew up watching, you know, like late 90s into the early 2000s. I mean, because for the most time that, most of the time, sorry, that I have been a football fan, uh, Ben Roethlisberger has been, you know, my QB. And I've been happy to admit that there's better guys out there. Like, you know, better quarterbacks out there. Peyton Manning, boom, better quarterback. Uh, what's his name? Drew Brees, boom, better quarterback. You know, there's there's other guys that I'm more than willing to admit that are are better uh, quarterbacks than, than Ben Roethlisberger. Hell, I would even go as far to say that Carson Palmer was probably a better quarterback than Ben Roethlisberger, but he was not set up for success. In fact, he was only set up for failure because 
the Bengals organization is so spineless and witless that they let Marvin Lewis run their ass into the ground for fucking 25 years or however long it was that he coached there. But in in my class of quarterback, I say my class, Tom Brady could be considered to be the most accurate and I wouldn't argue against it. But greatest, I wouldn't say so. And the only reason that I would not say so is that because Bill Belichick is easily regarded as the greatest coach ever. Because the, the development of that system that he has in New England and uh, that, that plug-and-play style offense where they're able to pick up Here's, this is the reason that that this is part of the reason that Tom Brady could not cannot be the greatest quarterback ever, because he's always had somebody to throw to on the years that they have gone out and they've won it all. And you may say to yourself, "Well, that's not Bill Belichick, because Bill Belichick is a defensive mind. He that's what he knows. That's his game." Okay, okay, you could say that, but then at the same time. They have always had a good defense. It's you know you cannot argue that the Patriots' defenses, when they are going to win the Super Bowl, are always good. Excuse me. And Bill Belichick has, you know, generally been determined to be a a defensive coach. I, w I will not argue that. But you can also not argue the fact that they somehow have this uncanny ability to draft a third-round short quarterback and turn him into an all-pro wide receiver like, you know, guys like Julian Edelman and Wes Welker and uh, Danny Woodhead and, you know, guys like that. You know? You can't argue that because that's been a staple and they've always they've always had good guys to throw to. And you know what? Here's again the further evidence about how quote unquote great Tom Brady is when he didn't have anybody to throw to, they lost the game. And they had a pretty decent running game this year. Their offense was putting up all the points. They were shutting people out early, and once people figured out their system, they couldn't do anything. Tom Brady has always had great receivers. Again, the three little guys that I named that are those slashers that run those ridiculous slant routes across the field where they catch the ball and then they get hit by a fucking Mack truck and just bounce back up like nothing ever happened to them. They've had those guys. Or they've had guys like Gronk or Aaron Hernandez or Josh Gordon or uh, fucking Randy Moss, even though they didn't win one with Randy Moss. But... You know, seriously though, there's a trend there, and it, and it goes it goes all the way back to the beginning. Tom Brady is not a bad quarterback. Okay, let's make no mistake about it. He is not a bad quarterback. He is a good quarterback. In fact, I'll even grant you that he is a great quarterback because he has to have some level of greatness to have made it as far as he has. But greatest quarterback, greatest player even? No, sir. No, sir. I will not grant you that. Quarterbacks that I think that are better than Tom Brady. Historically. 
I'm digging deep here on this one. Quarterbacks that I think are historically better than Tom Brady. Okay? Just over time. Peyton Manning, I'd say, is a better quarterback than Tom Brady. Just because his level of knowledge of the game makes him more valuable to his team than Tom Brady is. His ability to read the defense, Omaha, call an audible, get the ball into the right guy's hands, whether that's a pass or a run play. I would say I would say Peyton Manning, better quarterback than Tom Brady. I would say Joe Montana, better quarterback than Tom Brady. You know, the guy the guy's perfect in Super Bowls, never threw an interception, and he's got four. Four rings. That's not bad. You know what I'm saying? I would say Terry Bradshaw, better quarterback than Tom Brady. Because number one, he was playing when you could actually hit a guy. He was playing before there were rules that protected the receivers and the quarterback. And he went back-to-back twice. With no, with no play calling in the helmet. The guy went out there with no radio. He went out there with a general idea of what kind of offense they were going to run on at that given time, He would and he would call the plays himself. Alright? And then, there's a few question marks. You know, you could, you could, I don't know, I see, I see an argument for, for considering a guy like, uh, I see an argument for considering a guy like like Peyton Manning to be to honestly be better. I don't know. I like to consider him better just because again of how valuable he was to his team offensively. But I can see the argument either way between Peyton or between Tom Brady. And I think that Peyton also helped solidify his legacy with the fact that he was able to go to Denver and win one. And, you know, like, break those touchdown records and stuff like that. You know? I think that that helps cement his legacy, personally. Um, and I don't, I don't know. It, you could, you could probably come up with maybe a couple of other people, like I said, question marks. You know, some people might consider Troy Aikman. I, I really wouldn't, because Troy Aikman, again, had an outrageous team. I mean, those, those 1990s Dallas Cowboys teams that were winning all those Super Bowls, I mean, those guys were, I mean, those were ridiculous how good those Cowboys teams were. I mean, seriously, it's, you cannot deny the greatness of those Cowboys teams and not Troy Aikman. You know? So, maybe not necessarily him. Steve Young. I could see how you could consider Steve Young to be a better quarterback than him. He helped, you know, he helped to uh, maintain that 49ers legacy. Even after, I, I just, I don't know, You, it's it's easy to see. I would even, I, I, and I would consider, maybe, well, again, I could see an argument for and against Jim Kelly. You know, Jim Kelly never won a Super Bowl, but he went four times, and, and, and I mean, that's something to be said in itself right now, right there. Like one man goes to the Super Bowl four times, win or lose, that's a big deal. And uh, what do you call it? Uh, and I would even you could argue against Dan Marino. 
you know, because Dan Marino was going out, uh, Dan Marino was going out there and throwing for like a million yards, throwing for like 5,700 yards in a season, 46 touchdown passes, you know, and like 56 touchdown passes, and he's throwing for like less than 10 interceptions. And again, you know, everybody says greatest quarterback to never win a Super Bowl. Although I would easily say that that Jim Kelly is in that conversation. And so, anyway, with that with that being said, all these list of guys that you could consider, you know, better, worse, whatever. There's a few I would definitely say are better. And I mean, I would even say, arguably, if we're talking top five, well, no, if we're talking top seven, I gotta give them some leeway for top seven quarterbacks. And you're going to laugh at this, but I mean, seriously, I would honestly consider, I would say that you got to throw Big Ben in there. Seriously. you got to throw Ben Roethlisberger in there. I mean, those records, those records that he's got for throwing like back-to-back, like 500-yard games, youngest quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl, the guy's got two rings, he's been to three, Okay. His ability, I think what really makes Ben Roethlisberger great, regardless of those accolades, the records that he has, everything like that, I think what really makes Ben Roethlisberger great, though, is his ability to play injured and still be good. Ah, fuck. His ability to play injured and still be good, and his ability to... uh, his ability to shake off those haters, man. Seriously. theres I don't think that there is anybody else, anybody better in the history of the NFL, anybody who is a, a better, uh, what do you want to call it? I don't think there's anybody who is a better, uh, ah, geez. He's like a, not really a pocket passer, but he maintains the pocket so well. And even when it's collapsing around him, like I said, he's able to shake off those haters and make a play. You know? I mean, it's undeniable. There's, I don't think that we, anybody, we have ever seen anybody able to do it the way that Ben Roethlisberger can. I mean, what people take for granted, that the David Tyree helmet catch where Eli Manning is escaping being tackled, guys are hanging on to his jersey, the place easily could have been blown dead, but somehow he finds a way out of that mess and throws that first down, that, that happens to Ben Roethlisberger every day. Every game, there's a play like that with him. And it's just expected. He holds on to the ball for too long. And he makes the play. I'm not going to say he's better than Tom Brady. But there's something to be said for that ability. And because he holds on to the ball, he fucks up a lot. You, you, that's, it's, you can say that too. But the, the, the level of greatness he's been able to achieve, the amount of wins, you know, the, the yards, the touchdowns, I, there's there, that outweighs the fuckery. 
But I think the thing for Tom Brady, again, about leaving the Patriots is it gives him a chance to cement his legacy because it will allow him to escape the system. Right now, it is very easy to regard Tom Brady and Bill Belichick as the greatest of all time. Greatest coach and quarterback combination ever. That cannot be argued, I do not think. Because as the song goes, it takes two to make a thing go right. It takes two to make it out of sight. And those two are crushing it. They are making things go right. They are making things go out of sight. Seriously. But the thing is, I think it has more to do with Bill Belichick and the coaching than I think it does with him. And the prime example of that, sorry to all you Patriots fans out there because I'm digging back in the rule book with, or I'm digging back into the, to the book with this. When Tom Brady sat out that season after they won the Super Bowl, or not after they went undefeated, and they brought in, what was that guy, Matt Castle? Was he that quarterback that they brought that they brought in to play underneath Tom Brady or to play to replace Tom Brady for a season? And they and he they won like eleven games. I mean, come on, dude. Come on. Granted, you go from an undefeated season, losing in the Super Bowl, to winning 11 games. You lost your star quarterback, who everybody thinks is, is the greatest of all time. And I don't have any problem admitting that Tom Brady was is good enough to be able to get his team six wins. Seven wins, whatever it is. So I think that it's important to keep something like that in perspective when you're considering how great Tom Brady is. That they were, that they number one, he's always all, all their winning seasons when he's blowing them out of the water and he's playing like a god, and everybody can't get enough of him. You know, Jim Nance, guys like Jim Nance and uh, Joe Buck and Phil Sims and uh, Chris Collinsworth are choking on his dick because of how great they think he is let's keep it in perspective that he's always had somebody to throw to they've always had an outrageous defense and more importantly he's always played for Bill Belichick okay so what I want I want Tom Brady to go to a team that's on the borderline I want him to go to a team that's hanging on by a thread so to speak I want him to step in as the missing piece to the puzzle and take them the distance. And I'm not even necessarily saying that Tom Brady's got to win it all to be considered great. He doesn't have to take a team to a Super Bowl and, and, and win a Super Bowl to, to be able to say, I was the missing piece to this puzzle. Look at what I did here. Look at how good I am. It's clear to see that I was the difference maker moving moving forward. You know? I don't I don't think that that's I don't think that's the case. I think that you I think all I think he's got to do is show up and just get him some wins. All he's got to do is show up and be the difference. And it would be easy to see if he really is the difference. If he's as great as everybody says, he should make an, an immediate impact. And now here's where we break it down even further into the teams. A lot of people think that he's going to go back home. He's going to play in California. Cause, and I don't think so. I don't think so. 
Everybody's got a big question mark on Phillip Rivers. He's gone. You know, he's not going to play for San Diego anymore. That's a perfect team for Tom Brady. I don't think so. You could consider the Chargers to be one of those borderline teams like I was saying. But with that being said, I think that I don't think that they have enough to offer him right now. Key teams to watch out for. I don't think that there's anybody on the NFC that stands a chance of getting Tom Brady. I think he stays in the AFC, personally. Unless they're going to make some outrageous power play move and maybe he ends up in Chicago because of how much Bears fans hate Mitch Trubisky. But I think that they've got their eyes set on Cam Newton more than Tom Brady. For reasons I'll never understand because I don't think that Cam Newton's that good either. Is he bad? No. Is he is he good enough to, to, to really be a coveted QB? No. Absolutely not. Not even. That, no way. But he might be better than Mitch Trubisky, so maybe he's what the Bears fans need. I think three... Okay. Three things. Three reasons why. Three teams Tom Brady... Here's a BuzzFeed article. Three teams Tom Brady could go to, and here's why. So number one, I think his number one option right now, this is if he does not sign with the Patriots, because obviously he's got something to gain by signing there. But if he does not go back to the Patriots, the number one team that he should be interested in and that is interested in him is the Las Vegas Raiders. Alright, and here's why. Number one, they're in a new city, which means they've got a new fan base, and in the city of Las Vegas, there's there's more money flowing around than anybody would have any, any idea what to do with. This is their second pro sports franchise behind the Golden Knights. And I think that the Las Vegas Raiders are going to be huge. I think they're going to be... I think that the Las Vegas Raiders, you give them five years, with or without Tom Brady, you give them five years, they're going to be the next team that everybody's talking about. Like like the Patriots are now. Like, uh, like the Kansas City Chiefs are now. Like, uh, uh, what's an NFC? Maybe, I don't want to necessarily say the Niners, but like the Seahawks. They'll be the next best team, I think. But what Tom Brady stands to, stands to gain by going there are the fact that it's a new team, a new fan base. They can offer Tom Brady an outrageous contract to be able to go and play there. And they're not a bad team that right now. They're a borderline team where if they get if they get Tom Brady in there, they could consider him a missing puzzle piece that can bring them up and make them a playoff contender. Now, do I necessarily think that Tom Brady could be a difference maker big enough to take him to a Super Bowl? No, I think they still need some more key pieces, but he could make a playoff run with them if he's really that great. They could go to the playoffs. They could they could make a, a Tennessee Titan dash, if you will, to the playoffs. I think it's possible. You know? They, they've got a pretty decent team. 
and like I said, they offer a ton of money. And Derek Carr, you could either you because Derek Carr is a pretty good quarterback. He's not bad. You could either trade him to a team and get something for him, whether that be picks or players, or you could uh, tell him to take a back seat and say, hey, sit on the bench for a minute and learn from who's, cons- who's wildly considered to be the greatest to ever do it. And I think that if you're a reasonable young man, which I want to consider Derek Carr to be, who's in it for the long haul, or who wants to be in it for the long haul, that they would not take that as the writing on the wall there, and they would say, hey, this guy, they're going to bring this guy in, he's going to take my starting spot just to try it out, but he's 42 years old, he's not going to be around for long no matter what, and we'll pursue that. I'm going to learn something, and I'm going to do something. It's going to make me better. That's the way that I look at it. So I think the Raiders are his best chance if he's not going to stay in New England right now. Another another backup, the Browns. Because, again, they can offer him a huge deal. They've got a good offense. They've got a good defense. Good receivers. A good running back. All they need is a new coach and quarterback. And there's a few coaches that are floating around in the league right now that they'd be able to pick up and make something, you know, make it make a deal with. Excuse me. But you you put you either get rid of Baker Mayfield or you put him on the bench and you bring in Tom Brady. And he could be a difference maker for him. And they could be a team, again, they're set up right now for success. They're, they're, they're an easy playoff team right now. They should have made the playoffs this season if it wasn't for the fact that Freddie Kitchens and Baker Mayfield really couldn't put it together. Because they have a great team. I mean, Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr., you look at those guys, I mean, come on great receivers right there. A good defense. They got a great defense. Their linebacking core is amazing. You know? So I, I so I think that the Browns are another team that he could potentially go to. And really, and I think last and, and least, you know, none of that last but not least, but last and least is the Tennessee Titans. And really, the only reason I think that the Titans would stand a chance is because the Titans are a borderline team, to the fullest extent. The Titans are are an AFC Championship caliber team, aside from the fact that they do not have a passing game. And what does the quarterback do? He's the team captain for the offense, but he controls the passing game. Jesus Christ, I cannot stop yawning. Sorry, guys. Brian Tannehill is okay. He is not bad. Make no mistake about it, he is not terrible. I'm not going to beat the guy up. But I will say that Tom Brady's certainly better than him. Certainly better than him, okay? So, keeping that in perspective, you know... I, I want to believe 
that with a team like the Titans, Tom Brady could easily go in there and replace Ryan Tannehill and be, you know, the playmaker, the missing piece of the puzzle, the decision maker, and the game changer. He's all the above for a team like that. And really, the only reason I consider them, and I say least about them, is just because of the fact that I had read a rumor that Tom Brady and Giselle were looking at enrolling their kids in school in Nashville. That's it. That's the only thing I've heard coming out of the rumor mill. So, you know, whatever. It is what it is. I... I honestly, I like the Raiders. I want to, I not, my personal bias makes me want to consider Tom Brady to go to the Raiders. It, I want him to go there. Because I would love it if Tom Brady could go to the Raiders, and I would love it even more if he could take, if he could go there and he could make them win. Because Steelers are my number one fan, Raiders are my number two. Straight up. So, that's the way that I look at it. That's what I think that Tom Brady needs to do to really make himself, quote-unquote, the greatest. He needs to get out from under Bill Belichick's thumb and his shadow. He needs to go to a team that could use a guy like him, that could use a good quarterback that is is, is that people talk about being so great. And he needs to go be a difference maker. And I think at that point, then, I, I don't have a, a problem admitting if he can go and he could be successful somewhere somewhere else I don't have a problem admitting that he's 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 the best he's the greatest and um, yeah and oh in all my discussions about great quarterbacks you could consider you know greatest historically better than Tom Brady a lot of people might be saying you named off all the you rattled off all these names you didn't say Aaron Rodgers and that's because not only is Aaron Rodgers not a great quarterback, Aaron Rodgers is not a good quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is a decent quarterback, as seen by the fact that, again, when he even when he has people to throw to, they are they are still not able to get the job done. He is an asshole who is hard to play with and hard to coach. And he is a guy who has always played with good teams. And without Aaron Rodgers, I think that the Green Bay Packers arguably could have won more Super Bowls by now. I think that his I think that he is a detriment or no. That is that is that is not the right word. He is a hindrance to the Green Bay Packers success. I do not see what everybody sees in Aaron Rodgers. They talk about how great he is. Guys like Stephen A. Smith and and Max Kellerman talking about how awesome he is, how he's a bad man, he is to be feared. I do not see it, and I don't know where they do. He does nothing special. The thing that kills me about Aaron Rodgers is he makes a play that everybody else in the league does. He makes a play that every other starting quarterback does on any given night, and people act like it's amazing. He's able to break out of the pocket. He breaks right, throws across his body, and gets a first down. Oh my God, only Aaron Rodgers could do it. Meanwhile, there's guys like Eli Manning or Drew Brees. Drew Brees can't even see over the fucking offensive line after they snap the ball, and he's throwing for fucking 50 million yards in a season. 
Peyton Manning couldn't turn his head and was throwing for more than 50 touchdown passes. Ben Roethlisberger has got the entire opposite team's linebacking core hanging off his shoulder pads, and he's throwing for touchdown passes. So I don't want to hear about how great Aaron Rodgers is because he bra- the pocket collapses, he makes a break for it. And he's decent on his legs. He is not bad on his legs. I will give him that. But he breaks out of the, out of the pocket and throws a fucking slant route, throws, a, throws to a slant route receiver, gets a first down when it's like third and eight, and people talk about how great he is. I don't want to hear that shit. There's other quarterbacks that are doing shit out there that uh, that uh, Aaron Rodgers is bitching about and making it difficult to play with. So I don't want to hear that. I, I will. I somebody will have to break it down for me. Somebody will have to give me an explanation about what it is really that makes him so great because I do not see it. And maybe maybe you guys can be the one to do that because honestly I, I, I think I'm, I'm good I think I'm wrapping this up so as always you know comments you know feedback questions suggestions whatever it is I'll take it all if you can answer the Aaron Rodgers question whatever in my in my mind the question mark that I put on him if you can resolve that more power to you help me out help me understand this guy because I just do not see it. I don't see what people see about him. It just, it does not make sense to me. So, alright, everybody, I appreciate you listening in today. You know, as always, you already know what it is. I'll catch you all next time. Peace.